Welcome back to your best year starts here. And we, we're we in lockdown recording these episodes. You may or may not be in lockdown while you're listening to them. It depends like how far in the future you're listening versus when we're recording. Someone just sent me a very funny line. They said, to my parents who said staying home and playing video games would never prepare you for the real world, checkmate. (laughs) (laughs) There's been some very clever stuff that's come out. And some people have really used this time to amuse a group of people. And I'm on a number of groups, as you can imagine, who send me some filthy stuff, rude stuff, some inappropriate stuff. Some stuff I have to self-check before I send it out. Um, but there's some very creative, funny people out there who've done some amazing work. And I thank everyone who sent me stuff that have amused me and made me smile. Um, there's been a lot about learning to educate yourself over the last couple of weeks. You know, this is a great time to educate yourself and learn new skills. And you said on the very beginning of one of these podcasts, you know, you've got to be kind to yourself. I've got in my office about 700 books. And so I've decided to look at which books I really want and to reread. Uh, because one of the books that I love was a book called Trolley Wars by Judy Bevan. And it's about the creation of supermarkets and how they all started. And it's given me an insight to remind myself about certain information that I never thought was that important. But how we do things how we did things and how we're going to do things in the future is going to change in one way, but people still are going to remember how they were treated, what kind of service you offered, and were you there for people. So just because your clients, your friends aren't constantly calling you and aren't on Zoom every single day, don't don't forget, people have got their own agendas and they're living their lives the way they want to live it. And just be kind in the sense that, Life isn't that difficult for everyone, but for some people, this self-isolation is unbelievably hard. I'm used to a standing ovation, you know, literally three times a week. I I bring the bins in. My wife stands on the side of the door giving me a standing ovation because for me, this self-isolation has been quite tough. But I live in a nice house. I've got some lovely family and I've I've got technology that can support me. So it's not as bad. But, you know, all this idea, I've just better educate myself and learn Japanese and everything else. There are people listening to this who are living in uncomfortable positions, maybe with uncomfortable partners, with children who are having a tough time. Look after yourself first. Put your own safety masks on first. Start being nice to yourself. It's it's hard, this. And as we go into next week and the week after – You don't have to rebuild the whole of Rome tomorrow. And everyone who's cleansing their homes and moving everything out, you don't have to do it all today. We've got time, believe me. Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, I have to say I'm I'm grateful um, for where I am and where I'm living right now. And, you know, I'm in very comfortable surroundings. Um, I'm still able to share care of my daughter um, with her mum, and so I'm still getting time with her. You know, um, is she liking it? She, she, well, she's she's finding the situation weird. Um, I mean, she's eleven years old, and you know, to have had she's in her final year of the school she's in. She starts grammar school in um, September, and 
to have her last day of school be you know only announced like the day before rather than being the normal last day of school was a lot for her to take in a lot for her friends to take in but you know the school have been brilliant with the work they've been setting and the way they've been approaching that and the way they've been communicating with the kids you know thankfully these days it's much easier for her to hang out with her friends albeit virtually and online through you know things like whatsapp and zoom and whatever else um but it's it is a strange and a weird time and a bit like you just said, you know, I'm an extrovert. I'm used to being around people. I'm used to, like you said, I'm used to having people give me a round of applause. I'm used to people standing up and thanking me for things. I'm used to going and seeing a lot of people and talking to a lot of people, right? And suddenly my my world has got, like so much smaller. And anyone that's ever told me prison's easy is lying. Yeah, anyone that's told me they think if they ever, if they ever did anything and they got locked up, prison wouldn't be so bad. In my opinion, no way, right? This has made me realize just how restrictive it is. And I'm in, you know, I'm in a place I want to be in just more than I want to be here, if that makes sense. As in, you know, I'd love to be able to get out and do more. I can't, but at least I'm in surroundings that I want to be in with people I want to be around. Imagine not being able to get out and being in surroundings you don't want to be in with people you don't want to be around. You know, and so I think that's called. I think that's called my dog right now. Yeah, maybe you know, but your dog, no, no, it's, it's your dog, unfortunately, can't do the thing I'm going to suggest people do. And because you you mentioned about books and education and reading different books and stuff, the two books, and I, I get some people don't even read, right? Um, but the two books that stick out for me right now are Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning and The Diary of Anne Frank, because. I'm not in any way comparing where we are now to that situation, but they are people who went through difficult times of adversity and documented how they coped with it and how they dealt with it. And they didn't have the internet. They didn't have Netflix. They didn't have Amazon Prime. They didn't have half the things we have to make it easier, but they did go through significant isolation and things and had ways of dealing with it. And those are books that I think... You know, if you're really struggling right now, they may well help. Yeah, it's interesting you use those two because I've recommended uh, Victor Frankl's Man Search for Meaning for 20 odd years. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when you say about Anne Frank because people are going, yeah, but she was able to play the piano after midnight. You know, this concept that, you know, they lived in a six foot six for 12 hours every single day for two and a half years. And the ultimate result is they got sent to Auschwitz and they died. But that's a separate issue. We, we, we need to be very, very careful that people realize this too shall pass. Yep. And I say that, and I've said it before, that in a couple of months' time, what we've got to make sure is that people don't go back to their old behavior and forget Zoom and forget to call people and forget to see their parents, thinking these things will never happen again. Because my fear is, and I'm partly guilty that in three months' time or four months' time, I'll be getting back on planes, and we have very short memories. Uh, this, yep. everyone's saying, will change our lives forever. History says it won't change our lives forever. We're just being very selfish right now and having to deal with what there is. What I'm trying to do is to document my own emotional feelings, and between one and ten every morning, how am I feeling? And I've joked about this before, that you know I do this a lot with my wife and my kids. You know, Anything lower than an eight... What do we need to do to get it above an eight? You know, you can't be tens all the time. You know, 
for my wife and I to be locked together literally for the last two and a half weeks. And we were supposed to be going to Florida next week. You know, we do our annual trip to the States. I, I speak to a number of groups, which, <coughs> excuse me, which I'm still going to be doing via Zoom. So my April hasn't changed that much because I wasn't going to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm just now going to be doing my presentations. But I, I, it would have just been me and my wife in another property. Yes, there'd have been some. So some people's lives haven't changed that much. And there are times I feel quite guilty on that because I just know that come October, September, whenever the time is, will I remember these times? And probably not. And however bad this is, lives go on. Uh, you know, I've got a friend who's who lost their partner. And for other people, their lives go on after a very short period of time because life moves on. So we just need to remember there are some people who are struggling. Their lives have gone absolutely tits up and things won't be the same. But please just remember it will pass. But just remember we need to still reach out to people. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. It's interesting you're saying the, um, you know, this too will pass because I even have that. don't think you can see it. I don't think I can get it in focus on the camera, but I have this spinning ring here, and that's actually the inscription written on it. This ring I wear on my finger actually says this too will pass on it as a reminder to me because, you know, there are times in life where things get challenging. There are also times in life where everything is going amazing, and it's exactly perfect. That's how I really want it to be. And guess what? that passes too you know and i think it's remembering that the good times pass the bad times pass you know a a good friend of mine he regularly says there's never been a day i didn't get through you know and i'd maybe add the word yet to that there's never been a day i didn't get through yet and while i keep getting through those days i'll keep being grateful for the days that i'm getting um and appreciating the things that i do have in them rather than focusing on the things that are missing right now and that phrase success and failure doesn't last so, you know, when things are really going well, that's brilliant. And when things are really bad, it will pass. I just found it slightly ironic that petrol prices around the corner to me for the first time, in a, I can't even remember when, are less than a pound. Wow. The problem is I've got nowhere to go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> first time ever. I'm going to fill my car up for 30 pounds and then go nowhere. Yep. I mean, the, the best I can do is is go to the petrol station and I nearly want to go to the petrol station just so I can fill up with petrol that I don't need to tell people that it only costs me a pound. <laughs> and that's how ironic the situation is. It's like, you know, you see on offer in the supermarket, you get nine of these for five. Well, why would you want nine of these? Yeah. Well, because it's on a special offer. So supermarkets have been doing this for years. We've been doing this for years. Now the petrol stations, they've got so much oil and there's nowhere to go. So I better buy some because it's cheap. For what reason? And we do that mentally, spiritually, emotionally. You know, we we overload. I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, you know, motivation is like taking a bath. It's a daily event. If you take seven baths today, you're still going to have to have a bath tomorrow. So for those people who are overloading on self-esteem, motivational books, whatever, and they're learning to be kind, and this is going to go against some of the things we're saying, I'm not saying ring every single person up today and then be back to your normal shit self tomorrow. This is a method for the rest of your lives is to find two people every day to ring up and be grateful for. Look at your applicants. If you're in the estate agency business, find two applicants a day and send them something they might find useful. If you send everybody everything in one go, what are you going to send them tomorrow? This drip feed of self-esteem, this drip feed of acknowledgement, this drip feed of information for people is what's vital. So 
we were t- we spoke about this at the end of the last week, the end of the last episode. Start profiling your clients. Start looking at their needs and start really understanding. Ah, my dog is coming in. No, he's not. He's gone out. I can't put Alfie to come to join us. Was that you? That was very clever. That was. That was for, that was for Alfie. I mean, if he's found a way, yes, in, it wasn't for me. Deserves a round but of applause. seriously, <laughs> from a communications point of view, start looking at what they need in their style, not your style. So really start understanding what information do people need. You know, if I found a technology book that how do I get Zoom to work with Skype and Zoom and WhatsApp, and I could send it to you, ah, he's coming, my little dog. Alfie, come say hello to Neil. He's on the big screen. He's on the big screen. <laughs> hey, Alfie. He's coming in to say hello. Look, there you go. <laughs> Just a little face. <laughs> he's normally used to be under our feet. Now he's just walking in and out. But there you go. Right, I think that actually brings us to the end of time on this one, pretty much. The the clock ended, and, you know, um, I just hope that anyone that's listening to this, watching this, is um, – how do I put this? It's the thing you've just said. I'll make, like, it easy. I'll make it easy for you, Neil. Go on. If people want support and they want to reach out to us in these trying times, both of us are available – for a Skype call, a chat, whatever. Absolutely. We will offer all our listeners an opportunity. If you want a private one-to-one, give us a call, send us a message, and we will do what we can to make it easier for you because we're we're grateful that you listen to our shtick every single week. And we, it, it's, a, it's our way of thanking you for, for listening to us. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing is you know, just recapping the thing you just said. This is a great opportunity to learn new things, whatever, but it's also a great opportunity to actually make some time for yourself. And you don't have to follow everybody else's rule book. There is no rule book for this time. This is an you know, this is an unprecedented, unusual time. Nobody's got all the answers. Um, listen to what feels right to you. And, you know, just show up as best you can each day and nobody can ever ask you for more than that. Show up the best you can. Be your best self, have fun, and look after yourselves. Love you all, and I'll see you all very soon. Yep, we'll catch you all soon.